There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 7 of the Recruiting Future podcast. One of the things that's really fascinated me in the last two years has been the rise of content marketing. It's something that um, I feel we don't use enough of in recruitment, and I, and I think that might be because many employers and indeed recruitment agencies don't necessarily, don't necessarily understand the benefits it can bring to them. Today's interview guest is Mervyn Dinan, who is an expert on content marketing for recruitment. He talks us through some of his experiences um, and also gives us his seven uh, top tips for producing outstanding content. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Recruiting Future podcast interview. I'm very excited to be talking to my very good friend, uh, Mervyn Dinan, today. Hi, Merv. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Matt. Good stuff. Um, for those of you who may not have um, heard of you before, if there's actually anyone out there who hasn't, um, could you just sort of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Okay, my name is Mervyn Dinan, and I I help uh, recruiters and HR teams with uh, content marketing and social engagement. My background is a recruiter um, and an early adopter of social recruiting. I was a social media manager for a digital recruitment brand, and over the last year, eighteen months, I've been a, a blogger report writer, content creator for um, HR technology and recruitment technology companies and for recruitment agencies, and also helping train HR teams in how to better uh, use social media to attract talent. Cool. Thank you. I think um, people uh, who will have come across you will have come across you because of your, um, you know, the prestigious amount of great content that that, that you produce. Um, Kind of want to sort of about, talk about content marketing in this particular interview. Could you, you know, give us your definition of content marketing? What, what is content marketing um, and how is it sort of relevant to recruitment? Um, I think, I mean, there are many different definitions. So if I think about it from a recruitment viewpoint, um, I think it is, it is using content. Uh, and by that, I mean, it, it can be written content. So it can be um, it can be a blog, it can be a white paper, it can be a report, it can be something on your website, uh, interviewing clients or, or, or thought leaders in your space. Uh, it can be verbal, it, it can be a video, it can be a video interview, something like we're doing here. It can be a, a podcast, it could be a webinar. Um, it, 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 it's content you create that helps to, to, as opposed to sell, it's not about the promotion, not about how widely you share it. It's about building building a body of, of knowledge so that people know who you are, what you stand for. If you're an organization looking to recruit, you can use it to establish employer brand, uh, to talk about the, the, the kind of place where you are to work. Uh, you can use it to establish some kind of thought leadership in terms of your marketplace, what it is you do, um, or generally, you know, entertain and amuse. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't do too many funny cat memes, but, you know, sometimes um, they can work. Everyone, everyone loves a kitten, after all. Um, so I, mean, I think I think that's I think that's really interesting. But I, I think it's going to be uh, um, a very new area to um, lots of people um, in the industry, whether they're an employer um, or an or, or an agency or or, in, or indeed a, a supplier. I mean, does does it actually work? What what kind of um, feedback and results um, are you getting? Are your clients getting from taking this kind of approach? Um, I mean, well, I suppose there are two um, angles that, that, that they would look at. One would be the, 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 the interaction. 
primarily through social channels or what they're tracking through um, uh, through Google Analytics, maybe in terms of visits to their website. Um, and, and that is kind of how, how widely it's shared, how, how often people comment on it, interact with it. Um, and, and the way in which they consume it. So is, is it something where they are maybe looking at, at, at that business to be um, some form of thought leadership or some kind of uh, a beacon of, of, of best practice in the industry? Um, is, it, is it kind of insightful, something different? Are you, 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 you know, if it's something that, that, that uh, maybe you're, you're teaching them. Um, I, I'm uh, writing with uh, a search company at the moment, a search business. So I'm writing some stuff for them. Uh, in which we're trying to establish a kind of um, dialogue going with uh, senior HR people and HR directors. So we're writing very much about what's on the HRD agenda. So it's not the more transactional side, but it's very much about how business is evolving and, 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 and what HR needs to do. Um, I'm currently writing a, a series of reports for a business uh, who've been doing research into what uh, global businesses do in certain areas of recruitment and talent. Uh, and they've got some data and I'm writing kind of, you know, fairly long reports. Um, and, and a good example of this is that uh, it, it starts with a blog. And if you like the blog, there is a shortened version of the um, white paper that you can uh, download. And obviously, if you like more uh, and, and want to know a bit more behind it, then there is obviously uh, a download you can pay for to give you more insight. So that is a way that you're able to use content marketing on, I suppose, three, three levels um, to try and get people tied in with your brand um, and, and, and maybe looking at you to be um, the kind of people who can ed- educate them in what they need to know. Cool. cool. And um, you talked about lots of sort of different um, formats of content there. Are there um, is there anything that um, you, you feel is working better than anything else? Um, you know, is it photo? Is it video? Is it text? Does it depend on the audience? Um, you know, what's the what's the thinking behind uh, the, the formats that you use? I think that it, it, it depends on the message and it depends on the, the, the kind of people that you are, are looking to, to, to reach with the marketing. So I think for a lot of businesses in this space, an element of it needs to be written. And I think, you know, plenty of businesses now understand the need to um, keep a regular blog going um, so that they can showcase the kind of things they do, the kind of things they think, give their perspective on the market. Uh, for recruiters, maybe they're educating job seekers, maybe they're educating clients in how better to recruit. Um, if it's an in-house recruitment team, then um, it's their way of maybe um, showing people um, what a good place I said they are to work. I think that the, the with images, uh, if, if it's purely image, um, and obviously there are some fairly good examples uh, using Facebook, um, but if there's too much image of what a great place we are to work, um, it, it maybe sells a culture that, that isn't supported. So I think it, it needs to be a balance. Um, I think there's a lot more uh, now I'm seeing done, particularly around the technology companies, of doing a kind of thought leadership panels. I've, I've sat on a couple myself recently where a business gets uh, three or four people together to talk around a topic, um, and then they will maybe be talking uh, for an hour or so, and that might be edited 
it down to two or three shorter videos. Um, and that, I find, is a very useful way. People like video. They can consume them in different ways. They can consume them when they're on the go, um, when they're second screening, when they're commuting. And I think people like, rather than just reading all the time, to actually listen to some people kind of maybe expand on their views and opinions. So I think, I think video is underused. Um, and I think the kind of thing you and I are doing here on a podcast, I think that's very underused. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree with that. I mean, I, I, I love podcasts, which is part of the reason that I, that I, that I started this one. And I, um, you know, I'm surprised that more people, uh, more people aren't using them. And I, I found that, um, you know, looking at the stats of when, when people, um, listen to this particular show, um, it's very much, um, while they're commuting, um, you know, sometimes in the evenings on, su- you know, Sunday, Sunday evenings on their way to work. Um, you know, it, it seems to be a, a really good medium for reaching people um you know at, at different times of day well if anybody listens to this on a sunday evening i'm sorry i'm no match for pole dark <laughs> although i've rather dated this now i'm sorry about that <laughs> yeah, that's all right it was on uh, it was on in the 70s um as well i'm, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be on i'm sure it'll be on again yes. um so obviously um the you know the 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 the, the driver behind um content marketing is um, the you know the move towards social media towards uh, you know networking and all those um, and all those kind of things um, you know, traditionally if there is such a thing as a tradition um, in the last sort of four or five years um, social recruiting seems to be about just sharing job postings and and things and, thing, and things like that I mean how uh, how are you seeing it change with content and how do you think it should sort of change uh, it should change further social recruiting um, well, I think that, that, that you know, one, one of the things there are, are kind of thought leaders within the recruitment space who um, will kind of say that we're getting very good at attracting people that we don't want to hire and we're not getting that good at attracting the people we do want to hire. Um, and so a lot of the kind of sharing of job postings and maybe sharing of fairly adenine content um, attracts a lot of people, but it might not be the people we, we really want to reach who will engage with what we do. So... Um, I think that uh, businesses are trying to use it a bit more, but I think the, 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 there is a tendency to create a piece of content and then kind of share, share the hell out of it, if I can use that expression, across every medium, every platform, every 15 minutes, uh, and, and get everybody in the office to share it at 10-minute intervals or something. Um, so I think you need, a, you need a balance. I think you need to use it to spark uh, conversation, I mean, the content needs to communicate, inform, educate and inspire. Um, And to do that, you need a range. Um, So I think the idea, I mean, I would say the people who are using it most effectively have a range of of written, verbal, visual, graphic, infographic content that they share at different times. Um, I mean, ultimately, um, social recruiting is, 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 is knowing what you have to offer, knowing the role you have or, or the, the culture, the brand you have that you're trying to attract people into. Um, and I don't mean, I'm not being glib when I say it, it's about having the right conversations with the right people at the right time. Um, and content is the way you kind of reel them in. Um, and, you know, there are seven, I have seven key components of good content, which I can explain in a minute. But, but I think that too many. If, if you look at the um, the research that's done uh, around people using social channels um, for recruitment, too many of them still using it to share jobs, uh, to, to to search for candidates, 
to look for referrals. You know, here's a great job. Do you know anybody? Um, and not enough of them are still using it to actually have a conversation, and just get people talking around a topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that makes sense. In, fa- in fact, my, my, my final question to you was going to be, um, you know, can you share us some sort of top tips for people uh, getting started? But uh, now you've mentioned your sort of seven uh, key <laughs> principles of great content, then uh, I'm afraid you have to share them with us. Um, oh, right. I will do. I will do. In, in no particular order. I mean, look, f- first thing I would say, if I go one step back, uh, one of the uh, American authors, speakers and thought leaders around content marketing, uh, um, who you will know of, is a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk. And, and he will always often say that every business is now a media business. Absolutely. Uh, and the only way to compete is to become an authority on the content you've got and to have people who can tell your story. Um, and I think, I mean, for me, the, 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 number one is to keep it simple. You know, people, people like messages that are clear, that are easy to understand. They, they don't necessarily like uh, overcomplicated. Um, I know that if you're trying to engage maybe a senior audience or maybe directors, you think that you've got to have something that, that looks like some kind of piece of university research or some something. But, you know, those guys will read Forbes at the weekend and share kind of, you know, 14 things successful people do in the morning or something like that because they find it amusing. So I think don't assume that, that your audience don't, – don't prejudge what your audience will look for in content. Okay. Um, the second one be clear. Um, clarity is important. Um, you know, no buzzwords. Make it plain. Make it clear that what your message is. Uh, don't talk in jargon. Um, I think you need to show passion as number three. So you need people who can uh, create the content, tell your story, if you like, uh, who mean it. You know, talk it like like you mean it. Believe it. Be passionate. Um, and it's quite infectious. Um, leading on from that, you need focus. So um, one of the key things I will explain to to companies when I meet them for the first time is, do you know what the problems are or the situations that the people are trying to reach are in? Do you know what's on their mind? Do you know what's affecting them at the moment? Because the content you need to create should be focused around what those people want to read and know about. I think humour is important. Uh, um, it doesn't have to be full of jokes and funny cat memes or pictures of, 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 of puppies or anything. Um, but you need to somehow show that you enjoyed it. Uh, no in-jokes, no current fads, you know, I mean, no kind of, you know, f- um, kind of five, five uh, jobs for Zane, what's his name, from One Direction to do when he leaves. Or that kind of thing sounds funny, but in a week's time when 5,000 businesses have done a riff on it, um, there's nothing to make you stand out. So no, um, nothing, nothing about Paul Darkland. No, 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 nothing about Paul Darkland. Sorry, I was just trying to think of Sunday evening and what I, what people <laughs> could be doing while I was on. Um, um, honesty is important. Um, so d- d- because it's content and because you're creating it, 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 it's easy for people to make their business or their offering sound a lot grander and a lot more far-reaching than it is. Uh, particularly if they're trying to sell and, and cover every base. So. I would say that if, if you're trying to create content that addresses a client or a potential client or a potential candidate's issues, don't offer a solution that you don't deliver. So it's got to be something that you know you're on top of because otherwise uh, it's, it's not authentic. When people start to interact with you, they'll realize that you can't actually – you're not actually talking it as if you mean it. Um, and I think the thing is action. Uh, the, the last thing is then there needs to be some form of a call to action. Um, to inspire somebody, whether it's to make a comment, whether it's to share it, to recommend it, to pick up the phone or, or sorry, it's a bit old fashioned to uh, 
to message you in some way. Um, and I think that, that, that people sometimes forget that. And it's easy to create a, a blog, a video, which is really interesting to watch. At the end of it, you know, the person consuming it might say, well, so what? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's great, but, but then I'll move on to see the next video now. So you want people to actually want, want to contact you off the back of it. Okay, fantastic. I think there are some uh, absolutely fantastic tips there that people will find um, very, very useful. So um, thank you very much for talking to me. And thank you for speaking to me too. That was Mervyn Dinnan. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast. As ever, you can subscribe on iTunes and on Stitcher. For more information and previous episodes, please go to www.rfpodcast.com. There's no podcast next week, but I'll be back in two weeks' time with another episode. This is my show.